Hi, my name is Sole, and you're listening to Heart to Heartland, a fan podcast from a fan perspective. Welcome back. This is the third part of the Aiden experience. First of all, I want to say thank you for all the feedback that I've gotten. It's been nice to see that as much fun as it was to do, it has been able to translate to you as well. Um, and um, yeah, there's still one part left after this third one. So I hope we keep entertaining you. For the next two weeks and um uh yeah a couple of things before i let you get back to me and aiden being cute um first of all if you're listening this on saturday uh the canadian screen awards that i talked about in an earlier episode that we nominated heartland for for the audience choice the show is airing tomorrow so fingers crossed for a win finally for Heartland. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see next week what happens. Um, but I know that at least Michelle is attending the show. So at least there will be something, if not a win, but hopefully a win. Um, and secondly, if you're only listening to this, I suggest that when we're talking about the prop stuff, it'll make sense in a minute, you head over to YouTube where I have the visual version available because I added a little extra stuff to kind of make it more visual uh, and help you see what we're talking about. Um, but I think that's all again. Enjoy, and I'll see you here after. Well, you talked a little bit about how Rick is similar to you or different from you, but like, right. are they like clearly things that are like very different, or like, where, or is it like, well, he's just me? First of all, he holds down a nine to five job. <laughs> I so I think he probably has a better work ethic than I. Mm. Um, but no, I would say he comes across as, or what I understand him to be, he's a lot more confident in who he is, where he is in the world, in order to adopt, to be married, to be in a different country and setting up his life. I know that I live in a different country, but beyond that, we're very mm. different. I think that's a lot of actors. You would assume that you have to be confident to do it, but it's actually your insecurity because you, then you can tap into somebody else and live vicariously through a character yeah. <laughs> that's what i do because otherwise i'm a pretty i'm a reclusive person very antisocial as i've gotten older so he is definitely bringing more light into my life and making me step into more of who i could be and also this year the vulnerability of him and getting the connection with Lou and understanding to a certain level of what the adoption process has been like for him. It's made me realize about talking about my feelings, that there's nothing wrong with how I'm feeling, that there's no shame in it. Um, so he's, a, he's more open than what I think you would initially think. Yeah, I think as much as he can be sassy and sarky, 
it's Rick is definitely someone I admire and would like to be more like actually um I probably like 10% less campness but <laughs> apart from that but why not own it you know that's what I mean that's my internalized homophobia because what's wrong with that exactly He's who he wants to be and he makes no apologies and at the end of the day there's nothing offensive about who he is He's a better guy than me, I would say. So well done, writers. They're like, let's give Aiden some notes through this character. Like, he could be this person. Here's some homework for you, Aiden. (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) in hand. Um, Because behind the scenes, you're a bit of a snore. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I know Sean has his boots and Chris has his belt. And they help him get into the character. Do you have something like that with Rick? I think you know the answer after me telling you how I break down a script. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was thinking, I think you've mentioned uh, in the oh, past I do. your I do. phone. Yes. Yeah. See, there we go. I talk myself out of things before I've thought about them. Yeah. I do have something. Thank so you, it, is it the phone or is it it's just like, phone. yeah. I did try, I don't know if you noticed this season, to not have it as much. I noticed. <laughs> because I was terrible at doing this. I liked to use it a lot, as in like pointing and doing this and whatnot. And props would always be like, can you remember what hand that's in? And as you can probably guess, I'm not one for remembering. And do you notice a few continuity issues? My sister is really strict with those. She sometimes comes back with, oh, Rick didn't, you know, or some whatever character. And I'm like, just chill. And it's funny because one of them I was so annoyed about when I watched them because I was adamant on the day and I remember vividly, I said, I was not holding this in this hand on the last shot. And they were like, nope, sorry, Wayne, I'm throwing you under the bus. I love you. But Wayne Wayne came in because <laughs> he writes on his script what you're doing. Yeah. Wayne was like, no, you are holding the charger in that hand and the laptop in that hand. And I was like, no, no, I wasn't. Is it the season 16 premiere? Because I noticed you had the iPad or something and it twisted yes. your yes. hand. <laughs> and I'm like... Mm. I'm standing there with a wire and the iPad and I'm saying something on the wide and then it goes back to me and then I'm like that. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> and then there was another one where they're the moments as an actor that you're like, oh no. Because then you think if another director from another show is watching this and they notice, they'll be like, what a terrible actor. But in my defense, that one wasn't my fault because I remember saying, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. So Wayne. But then there was another one where it was my fault. I'm trying to think what it was. But yeah, there's little things like that where, and it blows my mind because the editors must not have had any other options because normally an editor would be like right that's not matching so we'll have to go to a wide or to the other character so they have time to switch the hand you know yeah speak but there was another one where i think it was me holding a phone oh do i want to give it away how bad i am i think it's the one where it's the flood episode and you know where i sit back on loose chair and i'm going hi how are you what chair i think Maybe, maybe this isn't the right one, but I'm holding the phone in one hand like that. And then I think when it goes to the close-up, I'm holding it like that. I'm, like, I, I, I'm going to check after this. Cause... I think it's that 
if it's not that scene, it's that movement of my hand on a phone and on the wide, I'm holding it there. And then when it goes to the close up, I'm holding it like that. Yeah. And I remember it being so stressful because I was sweating because I'm terrible with props. And when you have a video call, Heartland, I think are a little bit behind the times because we just have on the camera roll, the video. So you have to press play in time and they never leave enough time. So it's literally going to go straight the way. So you're like, press. And then they're like, action. So you're like, quick. And they'll go in and then you're holding it. And then there's just so happy it's playing in time that no one's looking at your hand. Right. And I think that's what happened. They need an but, extra person on set. If, you know, the position opens, my sister, you know, she can come in and... Well, that's my if next if this year goes that's my one like as i said i think before i like to learn something new and i'm open mm. to it so that's my one thing to learn this year props <laughs> be more confident and more aware of when you're using props michelle is so amazing she's like a masterclass of props and movements and it's another aspect as an actor coming in late that you don't really think about because you just assume, oh, well, you're just going to hold that or you're just going to do that. Yeah. We'll be in Maggie's and she'll be like, well, I think I'm going to start with like this and then I'm going to do like this. And I did like a little recording. Yeah, I was her. just going to say, you're, you posted the video where she was like... Because I was like mocking her because I thought she was doing the Macarena. <laughs> like, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. But then I shouldn't laugh. I should learn because that's... <laughs> continuity properly because yeah. me i just on a whim think i'm open and flexible now start with a can and then i'll put it down and then the next shot they'll be like you were holding a can in the first one and i was like was i oh okay <laughs> what word do i say it on and then that's it you're living in the moment so anyone who wants to be an actor and just starting avoid props like the plague <laughs> avoid them so you've been on the show for three years now as we've said um how has the experience changed over the years i think like anything in life that changed the dynamics change with how i deal with social media with fans mm. i'm definitely someone who wants to give so much and it's trying to understand how much you can give for yourself but also for others so that people don't expect because you know, if you make yourself so accessible, then people have an assumption and I feel bad when then I go missing and then people worry and it's, you know, it's finding that balance. Yeah. So that has changed and I'm still trying to figure that out. So I'm sorry, anyone, if in the fandom, if I go missing or whatnot, I love you all. Thank you. We were just so excited to have someone who actually interacts with the fans. We were like, oh my God. So, yeah. And I, I really want to pick that up. And I think once I've come to terms with how people are dealing with this storyline, then I'll be back. But I found every time I was being asked about it or it was something that I had to address, I was being very negative about it. Mm. And no one wants a negative Nelly, you know? So I was just like, no, this is not cute. But yeah, so the fandom is definitely... It's a learning curve for me that I'm still trying to understand and navigate. Um, but I want to improve on this year. The show has been better because I feel more involved. Yeah. I feel more secure in my role. The first definite two seasons, it was more flying by the seat of my pants where it's like, 
each episode am I going to get another episode Mm. you know so that insecurity and uncertainty was definitely the driving force for you not being able to enjoy the moment because you were constantly thinking about the next one so this year I felt more stable so I got to enjoy it more but also I think like in any workplace or at school or anywhere that we spend a lot of time with people the dynamics change with relationships and Again, as the years have gone on, I've understood it better and not taken it so personally because people Mm. have so much going on in their lives, whether it's to do with the actual job that we're doing on Heartland Mm. or personal lives, you know, everything is going on. And so people that I was closer with at the beginning, I'm probably less so now. And the good thing about that is that then there's this newer blood of cast especially since I've joined, Mm. that we are so close. You know, Drew, Bay, Ava, me, Michelle Nolden are like the newbies. But I kind of love that there was more people coming in around the same time as you because you don't feel like, oh, I'm the new kid forever. That's what I mean. We have like this, we're sort of like the new generation. Yeah. That we have like a very, we all feel like definite peers on the same level, Mm. you know? And we still regard the other like high five. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And it's always like, oh, I'm going to work with Pinky tomorrow. If it's, but with the others, I'm like, come on then, let's go. <laughs> come you on, know? losers, we're going to act. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So those dynamics have changed, but I treat it like as like an office environment where everyone's got different departments, even though we're yeah. all actors. So sometimes it comes with like highs and lows. Sometimes that department will have more work on, more stresses, more goals that they need to hit. So they're more stressed or they can't, you know, and then you all go to the office party. That's been just the learning curve of someone who has more free time where I've been like, why won't they text me back today? Uh, I was working. Speaking of office parties, like, you came in when COVID had, you know, started. Everyone was in their own bubbles and everything like that. Has that changed? Like, do you hang out more on set now? And, or With different people. Again, that that changed with who. But um, yeah, definitely this year, we spent more time at the hotel. with. But as I say, as the stay at the hotel, we're flown in and out so quickly. So it's kind mm. of annoying. But that's why this year we got more time together because we were more, we had more of a connection. So we'd be texting all the time. Sean and I'd be like, what plane are you on? When are you? (laughs) What's your seat? (laughs) Nine o'clock. Yeah. So there was more interaction, definitely. Um, So yeah, it was, it was more fun this year. Um, But I just hope this year, I don't know. I'm hoping they drop the COVID testing because last year, even though COVID I know it's not over, but testing wasn't so much of a thing everywhere. But because of insurance on the production, it was. So we were still having to be slightly careful. But yeah, no, we definitely hang out more. Um, And I'm hoping this year, that's what I was saying. Mm. If COVID tests are completely gone, then we'll just be able to go now. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Because I remember in the earlier years, uh, that was something a lot of the cast members did, you know, hanging out. But, at, you know, like of course, people have like families. And... Nobody outside yeah. of our days on set because you weren't allowed. Yeah. Or if you weren't allowed, you were not only thinking about others' health, 
as someone who's younger and didn't have to worry about that element of it so much, my major driving concern of not interacting or socializing was if I tested positive, even if I was asymptomatic, I wouldn't be able to go on set. So therefore I wouldn't get paid. And where my character was, maybe I'd get written out of the show. So for those season 14 and 15, even when we were allowed to socialize because of work, I didn't like people would call here and like some friends gotten over me and don't even talk to me anymore. Cause mm. when you were allowed to socialize, I'd be like, no, where have you been? Who have you been with? How many people have you touched? Yeah. Because I can't jeopardize my job. Yeah. So, but, you know, it, it, it just happens, you know, people have different phases in their lives and right. You know, you have to, do what you have to do and sometimes and in hindsight, and... i think me not me being hyper focused on heartland as much as sometimes being hyper focused isn't hugely healthy mm -hmm. i think it did help me to become more focused on my career and understand the importance of it and i think i'm definitely a better i think that's why i'm still on the show because beyond my acting ability i think i'm professional and that I hope to say that I'm a nice person to be around, to work with. Yeah. So, yeah, just bigger myself up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what has been the most exciting Rick storyline for you to film? We've seen him a little bit more in different situations. So it's not just the, you know, the office stuff. But maybe you like that. I don't know. <laughs> I, no. I, <laughs> my favorite, even though it wasn't, I've, barely even spoke in the episode but it's when my mum came mm -hmm. the episode bluebird um in season 15 just because it was at the dude ranch i love seeing the places from on the screen to then being able to go to the set like any fan would you know yeah. i like to see these places and how it all works behind the scenes um but then also to be with other characters on that day um is also fun um and then also to be on a horse yeah and just seeing that different interaction and dynamic of it wasn't to do with the mayor's office it was completely different and I felt like it was more just I just loved how freeing that all was and yeah I hope I get more scenes like that because that was totally random but I loved it yeah, because it it was also like not only, you know, Rick's mom, but you had Jessica, Michelle Nolden's character yeah. there. So it's like, whoa, I never would have thought they so would interact. There were different moving parts yeah. of that. And I was like, I never would have thought that this scene would happen. Yeah. Like it's so random if you think about it, but it worked and it was fun. And I felt like it was the most Heartland scene I've ever done. It just so happened to be happening in the universe of Heartland normally i'm stuck in that office well it's like all these things like uh, you know amy has to work with horses like that's what she does right. and you know rick has to work also but for me the most exciting stuff is when tim was coaching rick and you know this that was, that's true. yeah that was a really fun so moment. it it's kind of like these moments that you don't expect and that kind of go away from what's usually happening that's like really I like so exciting by that because I was nervous about that scene because obviously I'd worked with Chris as a director before, but mm. never 
on screen as an actor. And I knew I got on well with him. And we had this rapport because some men I get on with and some men I don't. And I just got on with Chris. We had this thing. And so my mum was really making me nervous about it. She was like, well, make sure you're good because I like him and he's good. And I was like, okay, calm down. <laughs> I know how to behave. Thank you. But this is what I love about people like Chris. They've been in the industry for so long and someone like me must be a joke to him. I but he's so. like, we were exactly the same exactly the same level we were both there for the same purpose and he never told me what to do never like the way he holds himself and makes some knows how important it is to make someone feel comfortable on a set is just a testament to someone being in the industry for that long because some people yeah. can be all after yeah. being in that long but that scene really surprised me because i just thought it was just gonna be like a throwaway sort of thing and it was the last scene of the day we were rushing because that was the day that high river could have flooded again mm. randomly so we they were trying to get it before the rain was really going at the window because we were filming a flood and it was going to flood in real life so we were like oh. and so just the way we knocked that back and forth and so when i saw that and i was like the way that the camera like swished and i, and I was like oh my god i want more of these scenes. right yeah i i hope that those kind of things continue to happen i'm hoping that they see but again, I said, I need to realize I'm nothing special. That can be any character with Chris, mm. you know, but, well, I'm with Tim, sorry, Chris. Mm. But I feel like there is a potential there to grow Rick as a more rounded character. Then I think if you had those elements of his character, then you could address the other deeper parts of it. Totally. But then that's like booking me up to series regular. So I don't think that's <laughs> I'm <No>. just like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that we get to see a scene with Jack and Rick, because who knows about that dynamic? The original Bluebird season 15 with my mother, mm. that originally was pitched to Michelle in between seasons 14 and 15 as I was going to have a character with a, a, a scene with my mum and Jack. <gasps> what because happened? Michelle messaged, because Michelle messaged me and said, oh, have you heard? And I was like, no, I haven't. Of course <laughs> I haven't. Have you learned nothing from, from you know, from this experience so because far? I, I know nothing. Anything. But she was like, I've been told because I'm directing the episode. And then I don't oh. know what ever happened. And I never asked because I was just happy to be there. Yeah. And then obviously they changed it all. But that was obviously an idea. So I'm hoping it happens. But I think maybe because that episode, they had the cattle drive with Grayson. Right. I feel like I would be that kind of vibe where I'm sitting on a horse and get saddle sore, you know, like he did with that one and he had the ice. When I saw that episode, I was like, oh, that would that could have been Rick if the story was kind of different. So I get they've got to make sure it's not the same. And I know Heartland love a recycle of a storyline. So maybe we'll be doing that next <laughs> season. Hopefully, but yeah. Okay, that was it for this week. Like I said, last part coming next week. But before that, remember to keep your noses clean and your powder dry, as they say. Bye.